Well, obviously, it's a very embarrassing incident for SAA, and that is why I think it was such a hot potato that both parties, the CAA and the SAA, were trying to sort of avoid having to deal with it. The CAA's response has been to make it the Ghanaian uh, aviation responsibilities, um, and it, indeed it was the Ghanaian authorities that brought it to the attention of the CAA locally. Otherwise, you know, SAA should have but didn't. And that is why there's talk of a potential cover-up here. So what actually happened, Guy? Because, you know, just starting from the manifest, because uh, apparently uh, if we look at the Airbus that departed from Accra, please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just telling you what I've read. Uh, so it was operating under the call sign SA9053, um, and that prefix uh I understand, indicates that it was a non-passenger carrying a ferry flight, but the Airbus was in fact carrying passengers, 184 of them, and 25 crew plus cargo. So please explain what happened there. Yes, well, the flight went up, as you rightly pointed out in your introduction, was flight SA052, and it turns as flight SA053. Um, but because of the fuel uh, contamination incident, at aircraft. It was supposed to have been a ferry flight where they just ferry the flight back with essential crew back to a maintenance base to clean out all the tanks and check out the systems and the fuel pumps and so on. But um, they actually loaded up all the passengers and flew back with them. And that, to me, seems like a, a gross uh, dereliction of responsibility here. You know, you don't, as a rule, you shouldn't fly passengers on a, on a ferry or positioning flight like that. So that's where the airline has got a lot of explaining to do. So not only are we seeing an attempt at a cover-up, but we're seeing this, um, this inexplicable at this stage carrying of passengers on what should have been a positioning or, or ferry flight. So, and, and as you say, that seems so irresponsible and inexplicable because uh, something did eventually kind of go wrong, did it, Guy? Oh, very much so. Over the central Kalahari Desert north of Gaborone, the engine started surging as the water and the fuel got through to the engines. And, um, and indeed, one basically um, lost all its power and couldn't be uh, accelerated beyond just idle power. So from there on, the engine had to descend, or the whole aircraft had to descend from 41,000 feet to 19,000 feet and limp back into our chamber that night on just one engine. Wow. You know, as someone who is like a groupie on um, uh, uh, air crash investigations. This just gives me chills. Uh, because why would they even risk that guy? Uh, even when uh, those uh, engines, uh, uh, you know, uh, dis uh, began to idle, why didn't they divert to the nearest suitable uh, landing strip or airport instead of the, limping the nearest, all the, the way the to nearest, Durban? Uh, suitable was Gaborone, and we are reliably informed that there was a large thunderstorm over Gaborone at that particular time. So they probably didn't really have an option but to continue on to our Tambo. But why did it happen? Well, it, it, the real concern that aviation analysts have is that it, it points to a weakening of the safety culture at SAA, where um, essentially uh, the chief pilot seems to have become a law unto himself with uh, this uh, so-called Alpha Floor incident a year ago, where he also went on to flout all the noise and speed, re speed regulations taking off out of, um, out of Brussels. And now, again, you know, a, fl a flouting 
basic safety protocols, loading up passengers. And I think one of the other reasons for this may be that the airline is under a lot of financial pressure right now, with not having been able to complete the Takatsu consortium deal and get that money in, means that it really doesn't want to spend money having to ferry empty aeroplanes up to Ghana to fetch all the passengers back and ferry another one back and so on. So perhaps it was trying to save money. That's purely speculation on my part. Mm. But it's, it's one of the only logical reasons I can find as to why they might have been uh, motivated to take such an enormous chance. Wow. Just a final question, Guy, because we're out of time. Did the passengers know that there was a problem with the aircraft? Well, you know, this happened back in April, um, nearly three months ago. So no one at this stage has been able to find any passengers. But I suspect that they didn't actually know that there was a problem with the um, with the flight. The, uh, up at uh, high cruise altitudes, especially 41,000 feet, the, air, the, air, the engines are producing very little power. So they probably didn't notice that the uh, parameters were now out. Uh, so they only noticed it in the cockpit. Um, and um, then they descended, and they thought, well, they were just still beginning to descend for Johannesburg. So my suspicion is that, the, that none of the passengers thought or noticed anything remiss. Well, we are just grateful that nothing horribly wrong actually unfolded. Guy Leach, thanks so much for your time. Uh, managing editor at SA Flyer magazine. Can you believe that?